With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Gordon Bird here with Beyond the News. It's no surprise if you've been shopping or if you've gone to the grocery store that prices are going up. What may surprise you is the result of some numbers that just came out from the Bureau of Labor Statistics saying that uh, basically over the past year, Tampa Bay has led the nation among metropolitan areas that it listed with an 8% increase in prices over the past year. We're going to try to find out what's driving that. We have uh, USF economics instructor Mike Snipes on the line with us. And Professor Snipes, thank you and welcome to Beyond the News. Oh, thank you for having me. Well, first, were you surprised to see this? Were you surprised to see the Tampa Bay area leading that list put out by BLS? Uh, initially, I was. Uh, whenever you see, you know, the the area that you live in ranking first uh, in, in a statistic like that, it is it, it's a little kind of makes you take a step back at first. Uh, but when you kind of stop and really kind of think about well, what might actually be driving this, uh, I, I think it actually kind of makes a little bit of sense and um, isn't too terribly surprising when you kind of stop and think about what some of the causes might be. So what is driving this in your estimation? Is it primarily because of housing or rents? What do you think is going on? I don't necessarily think it's it's housing or rent per se. I mean, that's that's certainly something that's going to get wrapped up in that inflation number. And certainly housing is going to be more expensive. But I don't think that housing is really driving the inflation rate overall. I think what's driving it more than anything else is uh, kind of the policy decision that was put into place by the governor of, of keeping Florida open uh, or more open or less or placing less restrictions than other states uh, during the pandemic. And I think a lot of people saw Florida as, you know, a bit of a refuge, a bit of a place that you could go to uh, to try and escape some of the, the more stringent restrictions that were in other places. And when you think about, you know, the kind of people who are going to have the ability to travel during a pandemic, well, those are going to be wealthier individuals. And so I think really what was driving our, our higher than average or higher than expected inflation here in the Tampa Bay area was really the fact that we stayed open and people could come down here and it was primarily wealthier individuals who could come here. So, you know, during the pandemic, when the rest of the country was, you know, definitely experiencing a lull, as we did as well, when we have, you know, wealthy individuals coming here, that's going to put an upward pressure on prices. And I think maybe ironically, it's, it's again, at first glance, seems a little bit kind of counterintuitive that the fact that we've got this inflation going on is actually an indication that the economy is, is starting to get back on track, is starting to heal as consumers, and now all consumers, not just wealthier consumers, but as all consumers are going back into the market and the economy is starting to warm back up, that's going to put an, an upward pressure on prices as well. As people go out and want to spend money and you know people are looking to buy houses and do things that they couldn't do during the pandemic, that's going to stimulate demand and that's going to put an upward pressure on prices as well. So it's a sign of the economy, of course, and a lot of factors, of course, are national. But for example, uh, there's talk about 
the Federal Reserve's role in rolling back some of the policies that were put in place during the pandemic. Uh, how do you think that is going to affect the overall trend as far as inflation in the Tampa Bay area specifically? Or do you think it will not have a significant impact here? Well, when we're talking about something like the Federal Reserve controlling how much money there is in the economy, that's that's kind of a very nationwide approach uh, that they're taking there. Uh, I mean, certainly that's one of the things that that's one of their primary roles uh, as the Federal Reserve is to control prices or at least have some impact on prices. Uh, but really, the primary thing that we should expect with that is there's always going to be some sort of policy lag. So it's not like, you know, some policy is put into place and then overnight we should expect to see uh, the desired result. I mean, there's always going to be a policy lag. So I mean, if, if the Federal Reserve, if they do decide to kind of contract the monetary supply, they do decide to do that, you know, we shouldn't expect to see decreases in prices overnight. It might take several months for that to happen. And so one of the things that I think people need to keep in mind is that, you know, while we may be on the other side from a biological standpoint, from a, a pandemic side, we're still not over things and we're still not all the way back from an economic perspective. And so even if we put in policy place, policies into place right now, we shouldn't expect to see these policies take a place or take effect for a couple more months. And so, you know, we're, we're still in for rough times economically until we can put some policies into place. If policymakers at the state and local level took a look at these numbers and looked at what they could do locally to uh, ameliorate the effects of the uh, pandemic-related inflation here in the Tampa Bay area, where would they want to look? What would they want to look at first? Would it be uh, housing? Would it be affordable housing? Would it be something else? Would it be the gas taxes? What what, what would be the first uh, target or second target in, in any initiative to try to make things easier for people who are uh, affected by pandemic-related inflation, especially people whose incomes may not be rising as quickly as others? Right. I, I think that you, you, this could all fall under kind of the broad category of consumer protection. Uh, you know, consumer spending is is by far the biggest part of the economy, and especially around here with all of the tourism that we have, uh, consumer protection, that's definitely something that we would need to focus on. Um, what form that might take uh, is, you know, there's, there's several different options. You know, you mentioned uh, that we could look at housing and is there is there some sort of maybe kind of local subsidy that we could put into place to help people with their rent? Um, could we have some sort of rent protection or eviction protection, you know, uh, policies like that? That's something that can give, you know, consumers some stability in kind of their housing situation or in their income. So that's something we could definitely look at. We could also look at, you know, changing local taxes. You know, if if we decrease lower, if we decrease taxes, that's going to put more money in people's pockets, and then people are going to go out and spend that money on the things that they need, like housing, like food, um, and things of that nature. But one of the things that we also need to keep in mind is that with inflation, inflation affects everybody, but it doesn't affect everybody proportionately. So if I'm a higher income individual, I'm going to be able to kind of weather the inflation storm a little bit better than someone who who is at a lower income level. So even though it's an inflation rate, it affects everybody, it's going to affect lower income uh, individuals even more than higher income individuals. 
a lot to keep an eye on and uh, over the next uh, particular year in particular to see if uh, we match this 8% uh, at the end of 2022. USF economics instructor Mike Snipes, thank you very much for joining us on Beyond the News. Thank you very much. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.